Hi, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me today on The Social Media Chef. I'm your host, Chris Tompkins, bringing you the best and latest in social media marketing and a featured recipe every week. Today's show is jam-packed with good information. We're going to kick it off by talking about six social media marketing mistakes that your organization needs to be aware of if you're marketing your company on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, or even just yourself. Uh, I'm going to tell you how to sidestep these problems and create more effectiveness in your campaign. And segment two, we're going to really talk about where your social media marketing campaign should live. Should it be in-house in your marketing department, or should you outsource it to an expert firm? Then, in our cooking segment, I have a surprise recipe that is coming to us courtesy of wellbake.co.uk. Um, they are a silicone bakeware uh, manufacturer who are absolutely outstanding, and I will reveal that in segment three. But first, here's a couple commercials, and I'll see you on the other side on The Social Media Show. Okay, if you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use, just like mine and yours, to build their businesses using marketing. So, that's why we created The Social. The Social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So, you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. everybody and welcome back. It's Chris Tompkins again joining you on The Social Media Chef. We are going out live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so please make sure to set your calendars to listen in live. But don't worry if you miss the live show because you're working, right? It's right in the middle of the work day. I, I would miss it too if I didn't have the time scheduled to do it. You can catch it on demand. You can get it on demand at Blog Talk Radio through our website, surffreshmedia.com, and also on iTunes. While we're talking about iTunes, if you have an iPhone, we have an app for you. We have developed the Social Media Chef official app application for iPhone. So if you have your iPhone handy, hit the App Store, put the Social Media Chef into the search, and download for free. We're offering the download for free for a limited time, so make sure to tell us what you think. Uh, there's all of our past radio shows, our recent blogs, photographs, uh, our Twitter feed, Facebook, everything is on there. So make sure to download that and let us know what you think. And for any more goodies that you like, you got to check out surfreshmedia.com. Any suggestions that you have for me of topics that you want us to cover, tweet me at the social chef. Now let's go on to the six social media marketing mistakes that people make. Um, obviously, I have my um, firm, Go Media International, and we specialize in social media. So, you know, 
I'm knee deep in social media every single day, and we've dealt with hundreds of clients, and you know, talking to people at you know conferences, or even you, the listener, when you you reach out and ask questions to me via email or or, or Twitter or our Facebook page, it's it, there's a lot of common problems that I've seen, and almost like there's been trends and problems. So what I wanted to do is I just there's six that really stick out to me that I think that people just need to think about when they're doing their social media marketing. So you're even more effective than you than you are at the moment because a lot of people go out on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter and kind of stall, and they don't know why they're stalling. And it's just, you know, I have everything. I've ticked all these boxes. Why isn't it working? Let me give you some, some ideas as to why it might not be working for you. Um, the first mistake that I see people make is that they don't do enough research on the correct platform for their business at a certain point of their business's existence. What does that mean? Okay, let me clear that up. That was a terrible statement. Pretty much, uh, when you're going into social media marketing, uh, you have to look at where your organization is. What is what your what does your organization need immediately? Do you need more leads? Do you need more hits to your website? Do you need blah, 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 blah? Okay, then if you're using all of your marketing channels that you know can give you that, and you're going to add social media, that's great. But what site's going to give you the most bang for the buck in the short run? I always suggest starting off with one site and then growing to your others, especially if you're doing it in-house and you're not you don't consider yourself a social media specialist or an expert. You're just an expert marketer. Start off with a site, but look through the sites to see what's the best fit for you. For example, if you're if you're looking um, if you're going to do business to business marketing. Why not try LinkedIn first rather than Facebook? Well, well, Facebook will be good for you, but LinkedIn could give you more bang for your buck in the beginning period and give you a quicker return. So, you know, that's what I mean in terms of researching the platform. See what where your market really is the most active first and put your effort there. So a lot of people, what they do is they just sign up for every social media account that they can and forget all the passwords. Don't let that person be you. Really get in there and choose the right, um, the right site for where your business is. The second mistake I see is a distinct lack of focus. When you execute an advertising campaign, you know who you're targeting. When you do a public relations campaign, you know what market you're trying to reach out to. When you do an email marketing, okay, you get the idea. Okay, I'm not going to go on anymore. Social media is no different, folks. Social media allows us to target with laser focus. You just need to, you know, identify who you're trying to reach. Once you identify them, the key is to connect with meaningful people, not just randoms, to get the numbers. You know, you want to have it's it's better to have a hundred really good quality connections than two million people that are never going to engage with anything that you say at all. While it might look impressive from the outside, you're not going to get any return. Now, the third mistake I see is lack of consistency. And this goes back to um, number one when I said people just sign up for a gajillion accounts and forget the passwords. Social media is something that needs to be done every single day. Social media marketing, rather, needs to be done every single day or as much as you can on a consistent basis. Don't do it four times one week, and then don't go back into your accounts for another month. You, If you're doing it four times in one week, the next week needs to be four times, and then, you know, keep up the consistency. Your audience is on social media every day, or almost every day. So if you're not, you're not getting, you're, you're missing your opportunity to get in front of them. So lack of consistency is definitely a big problem. Another mistake, number four, is using a 100% 
push marketing approach. If you're constantly trying to sell someone something on social media, they will turn off, turn you off. They'll just mute you. So they can't hear you, they can't see you, they can't listen to you, you're out. You need to mix up your approach. It's fine to sell, but don't sell 100% of the time. Sell maybe 30% of the time. And the other 70% that you have left over, give them interesting information. Share a funny photo, uh, maybe an entertain, entertaining video, or maybe your CEO spoke at a conference. That could be interesting. All of that sort of stuff is what you should be sharing. So it should be a mixture, not 100% sell, sell, sell. The next one is um, you have the wrong goals. Number five is the wrong goals. If you're only thinking about sales, then you're missing the boat. Social media marketing can give you a lot of different things. So maybe hits to your website, newsletter signups, this, da, 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 da. You want to really identify more than one major goal that you're, that you're going to aim for. Because if you just aim for one, you could be narrowing your focus a little bit too much. The final, final, final mistake well, in this list anyway, that I see a lot of people do is lack of planning. Now, I understand it's time, it's budget, it's staff, it's, it's lack of knowledge, but if you are going to market your company in any sort of way, you come up with a plan. Now, this is how I believe it should happen. Now, this is not what always happens, um, but you, know, you want to have a marketing strategy together because the marketing strategy will help you see where social media marketing is going to fit in and how you can work um, and build synergies with other elements of your marketing. But then your social media needs to have a plan as well. How, who's going to do the work? How often is it going to be done? What are you going to measure? What are you going to say? All of this stuff requires a plan, and then everything will move so much more smoothly. So those are the six mistakes that I see people making. I hope you found that informative and that you can correct some of those if, you, if you're making those mistakes. Up next, we're going to talk about um, social media marketing campaigns and where they should live in your organization. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The River Fund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to you online at riverfund-ny.org. We're back from the break with segment two on the social media chef with me, Chris Tompkins. Um, today we're talking a lot about social media marketing mistakes, and you know I wanted to really go into a subject that I discuss quite often as well at my firm, Go Media, um, about where social media really does live in an organization. Now, this is kind of the age-old battle of should we keep it in-house or should we outsource? 
Now, there's lots of different takes on this. Obviously, social media companies um, like mine would say outsource <laughs> because that means more business for firms like us. But I have a really distinct outlook on this. I think that there's a, it's a two-pronged attack. Now, your social media marketing campaign does not l live in your IT department. That's the number one thing I want to say. A lot of people do, um, I've, I've actually seen this happen, so this is real. Um, I've seen people put the social media as it's a technology, so to speak, having the IT person doing their social media. That is the worst idea that you could possibly do. Um, why? It's just wrong on so many different levels. Your IT people should be in charge of dealing with the technical aspects of your company, not the messaging, the emotional aspects of it. That's best left up to your salespeople and your marketing. So I really think that social media should be in your sales and marketing department. Um, I Obviously, the marketing director, marketing manager, whatever you want to call it, they should be overseeing the main social media um, outflow, the daily, day-to-day -day operations on social media, and all of that stuff. But what happens if, one, you're your entire organization? So you're the sales guy, you're the production guy, you're the marketing guy, you're the design person, you're everything. Okay, well, how are you going to have time for social media? Well, that would be a perfect opportunity of when to outsource. Or say you're a really big, vibrant, successful company and a brand even, and you just don't know how social media works and... More importantly, nobody does. It, nobody in your organization has a full grasp on how to market it effectively. Now that is another opportunity to outsource. But there's a caveat to me saying outsource. I always suggest finding if you are brand new or you do not have time to deal with social media on a consistent basis. Now this is a really important thing. Social media has to happen on a consistent basis. It's not once a month like I said in the last segment. And also, if you do not know how it works or it doesn't really if Twitter just completely blows your mind, you have no idea how this works, which is which is not uncommon. You should find someone who does. Now, you can buy the books, you can go and do all of your due diligence and you can take courses and I'm telling you who has time for that. So, for example, for me, I am not a des uh, an expert in web design. So, what when I, if I need a website built, I'll go to a web design expert to help me with it. That saves me time. I don't have to learn it. It's bing, bang, boom. The same with email marketing. Say I was just awful at email marketing. I had no idea how to do it. I would find somebody to help me because learning something like this, is it can be pretty big. It's a big subject. But going back to my suggestion of outsourcing, what outsourcing can do, if you choose the right company that cares about you, is engaged with your message, and understands what you're trying to achieve, you can actually get the whole system set up for you. So, for example, with, with my average client, what we'll do at GoMedia is we'll get, we'll get somebody in, we'll get them completely set up, we'll create their marketing strategy, we'll start executing the social media marketing on their behalf and letting them in, letting them see everything. There's no secrets. We, we're fully transparent. And then at the end of their contract, they can either decide to continue or we'll show them how we did it. Now, I think that that's extremely valuable because 
now all the the legwork's the worst part, right? Um, getting people connected and finding people and getting the right graphics and getting the right verbiage and um, finding the right groups and, and tweeting the right people and all of this stuff is extremely time consuming. But what if it was just handed to you? Then all you had to do is step into that person's shoes and continue it rolling. But I don't, you still don't have enough time? Renew your contract for a little while longer. This is how I believe it should work. I think that social media should be in, it should be living inside of your organization. I don't think it needs to be in the hands of a third party forever. Not, not just for a few months. If you're turning over your social media marketing to an, an organization forever, it's almost counterproductive because you are generating all of the information in-house, all the PR releases, all of the events, you're going to be going here and there and whatever. If you have the reins of your social media account, you can immediately sound off onto all of these different channels. But how do you set them up? That's when you look for a specialist. Now, I think that outsourcing is definitely risky. Now, this is the reason why I say risky. I have found a lot of other firms out there. There's firms that are extremely ethical, and there's firms that are what I'll what I'll call brand new. Brand new companies will not be able to answer any of your questions, um, and they'll be focused more on numbers. Now, I think numbers are very important, but we want to know what you are going to benefit the most from. What's your goals of social media? You want to find someone who wants to almost collaborate with you and take everything take all of the work off of your desk. That means that they're interested, they're engaged, and they're eager to work for you. If someone's going to be a bit, a bit robotic, a bit cold, or a bit vague, those are people that you should not have handling your social media account. And this is the same when you're dealing with um, public relations people. If, you, if you're talking to a PR firm and they could give to, they, they don't care about what you have to say and you have to chase them and everything's a, like a, a, a big trouble. You don't want to work with those people. You want to work with people that are extensions of your brand, how you run your company, and almost in, I don't want to say family, but you want them to be ingrained with your brand because then they'll be able to represent you and set you up properly. So I think if you have the staff and your staff has the know-how, keep it in-house. No need to outsource it. But if you don't have the time or the resources at your company, then find someone that is going to set everything up for you do maybe an, a one-year campaign, get you all set up, and then once you're rolling, have them trained, and then boom, it's in-house. And then if you need any consultations along the way, that person can still be in your corner. But that's my thoughts on in-house versus outsourced social media marketing. Up next, we have our exclusive recipe cooking section, um, which I'm getting really excited about right now. So I'll see you on the other side of the break on The Social Media Show. So you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? 
We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads from our free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. Welcome back on the Social Media Chef. We are going into the kitchen for the cooking segment, or shall I say, the baking segment. Uh, if you are new to our show, uh, this segment is probably going to be new to you. Uh, one of the things that I absolutely live and die for is cooking. I wouldn't. I would say eating, but actually, cooking gives me more pleasure than actually eating what I make. You know, if if you if you're one of my friends, you know that I love to entertain. I love to have people over all the time, and anytime I have people over for dinner, I never eat because I'm tasting everything the entire day. By the time we sit down and dinner is served, I am tapped out with the food. I couldn't look at it one more time. I want it out of the house when everyone's gone. I'm done. So, um, but I obviously get a lot of pleasure cooking in the kitchen. And every week I want to give, uh, share one of my recipes from my kitchen to yours so you can try it out and let me know what you think about it. So please, if you do want to try any of the recipes, I encourage you to check out all of the recipes on our website. You go to servefreshmedia.com and on the recipes tab you can pull up, there's quite a few pages of recipes that we've um, tried and tested in the Social Media Chef Test Kitchen that have turned out absolutely wonderful. If you try them out, tweet me the picture, send me a note on Facebook, just get in touch with me, and um, we'd love to see what you came up with. Now, we're going to talk about, this is um, the Social Media Chef Bakes today, um, which is a subject I never really loved. Baking, to me, always seemed like a lot of work, very convenient. Confusing to technical, I guess. I don't want to say technical because I do like technical recipes. I just didn't like, the, I never liked chemistry. <laughs> chemistry was never the subject that I really enjoyed. And, um, <coughs> excuse me, or science for that matter. And baking was always a little bit too much chemistry science for me. Uh, if you missed one bit of something, your whole entire recipe was ruined. Um, almost like putting too much salt in a recipe and you can't get it out, which I did over the Christmas holiday, which was ridiculous, which is ages ago. I don't know why this just came to my mind. I made um, this wonderful white bean dip and I put in double the amount of salt that I should have. Whoa! Try to get that out of the bean mixture. I had to put about 17 more cans of beans. I had so much bean dip that um, I, I... I think they're putting up um, wallpaper somewhere. It, there's just a lot of bean dip left somewhere, I'm sure. Um, you can do a bomb shelter. But but baking is something that I kind of came to late in life, and I really do enjoy it now. Um, I don't have a sweet tooth, so this recipe I love because it has some of the, I don't know, like whole grain aspects um, and branny kind of flavor. Um, but uh, I don't really like, you know, I don't go crazy for cookies or cakes or anything like that. That's probably why I don't bake so much. But um, I got this really, really terrific product sent to me by the people at Wellbake. Um, they're UK-based 
silicone baking company, and um, they sent through some things for me to try out, and I tried out their muffin tray. Now, if you've ever done muffins or cupcakes or what have you, and you used one of the silicone containers, or even your metal one, nine times out of ten, those suckers are going to stick like there's no tomorrow. Uh, that drives me absolutely crazy and up the wall, and I don't want to deal with it. So that's why I don't really deal with muffins. So I had this really cool recipe I came up with, and I wanted to try it out. And I figured, hey, okay, well, let's tr let's give these a whirl. They looked good. Um, they were nice and sturdy, and you know, they looked a little. They were different in um, touch and feel than the usual silicone stuff that I've used in the past, and you know, did not like. Um, I guess I just like getting burnt on stuff, <laughs> so I like the, the heavy metal anida. But you know, I want to give these a whirl. So this is my recipe for the healthy, my healthy rhubarb muffins, and they are healthy. There are there is bad stuff in them. Um, there's sugar and that and flour and that good stuff. But these are absolutely delicious. Now, if you go onto the surfreshmenu.com uh, under the recipes, you'll see this. It's one of the first ones we've just added it recently. If you like it, tweet it. If you make it, share the pictures with us. So um, we're talking brown sugar, vegetable oil, diced rhubarb. Make sure it's beautifully red and vibrant. Um, a room temperature egg, ground cinnamon, vanilla, buttermilk, which is a big one there. Um, walnuts, flour, wheat germ, baking soda, baking powder. Uh, and you can use cupcake cups. I wouldn't use them because I have this awesome silicone muffin tin that I'm going to tell you about. So um, I usually think this makes about 15 or 16. It's supposed to do 12, like in my mind, I think 12, but, you know, 15, 16. It's like any recipe. It's always more. Um, so chop the rhubarb and chop the nuts, and then throw them in a mixing bowl with the brown sugar, the buttermilk, the egg, the oil, vanilla, and just mix it all together. Again, um, you can find all the pictures of this recipe on the website. It's a it's a step-by-step, -step, so you'll see everything. And maybe you'll even see my reflection in the bowl. Who knows? Um, so you want to beat everything together and then add your dry ingredients. I also, you can, I, I'm looking at the picture right now, I used the silicone whisk that um, Wellbake sent through as well to mix this, and it was absolutely wonderful. So easy to, to clean. It was great. Um, Preheat your oven to 375 and get your muffin pan or your silicone muffin tin. And... Um, Add add the mixture into each different cup for about three fourths of the of the way full because these these are gonna rise. Um, so don't fill them all the way to the top unless you want some mega atomic muffins, okay? And a mess too. Um, so pop them in, and then you're going to have a little bit of extra um, cinnamon sugar that you have uh, brown sugar and cinnamon. You want to dust them on top. And what I do is I just pat it down a little bit into the muffin. Just a preference, up to you. Then pop it into the oven. It takes about 25 minutes. If you're using a um, if you're using a metal pan, I would check it after 20 just to see if it's cooking a little bit faster. But uh, with the silicone, it took about 25 minutes on 375. When you are done, make sure to take them. I'd like them to cool just a little bit before I start popping them out. Now the reason is that if you pop them out when they're still hot, they may crumble. So I let them cool just a little bit, and so I can work them out, and then I put them on a rack to cool completely. And then you're ready to go. Serve them with butter, serve them hot, serve them cold, serve them room temperature. Up to you. Um, they are delicious, and they actually don't need anything added to them, except for maybe a nice cup of coffee. They're great for breakfast and great for um, picnics and dinner parties. So 
go to town with them. If you try my healthy rhubarb muffins recipe, I want to hear from you. Um, please email me at chris at surfreshmedia.com. You can visit us online or tweet me at the social chef. Again, thanks to everybody at Well Baked UK for the silicone baking pan. I love it. After the break, we're going to talk about next week's show. Okay, let's be honest. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offers crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, We went through social media marketing mistakes, where your social media marketing campaign should live in your organization, and my killer recipe for healthy rhubarb muffins. We come live to you every single week at Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time or check us out on demand on iTunes or Blog Talk Radio. And check us out online at surffreshmedia.com. And until next time, thanks so much for joining us today, and we'll talk to you next week. 